Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Mark Fitzgerald, and as always, it is super to have you joining me here today. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, then I welcome you to a podcast about property, mindset, and personal development. We try and cover all those topics because they are all so important in life. But if you are back and joining us again Thank you very much for joining me. If you want to take the time to follow me or subscribe to the podcast channel, that would be superb. And also, if you could be kind enough to leave us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen to it, if they offer that facility, that, again, would be really appreciated as it does help us out and helps us reach more people. And that's what it's all about. It's about helping people. It's about showing people different ways of doing things and making sure everybody can move forward. Once again, quickly, I will just cover that if you go to the links in the description below or you look me up on social media and you click on the link in my bio, there are free tools and resources you can download and use for yourself there. We have a deal analyzing sheet, which is still available. It won't be available forever, but it is available at the moment. There is a 10-step guide to starting in rent to rent and other tools and resources are changed and added all the time. These are free for you to use. Why? Because I used to do exactly the same when I started out. I used to follow people. I used to pick up their free resources and I used to learn from them. So I want to be able to offer you the chance to do the same. So get yourself over there, download these while they're on offer and take them away and use them to your heart's content. Practice with them mainly and use them for whatever deals you're looking to do. So on with today's show. So today I wanted to cover a subject that is very important, I think, in any property investor's arsenal, Um, and that is marketing letters, and more about the myth of marketing letters and people thinking that they do not work. So what we're going to cover here is not just marketing letters, but marketing in general. And of course, we are in the digital age, so we can go on to the likes of Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, and obviously the other property portals to be able to find leads. But That is all well and good if you are not sending a marketing letter, a postcard, a brochure or any one of those things as well, you are leaving deals on the table. And we as property investors are not here to leave deals on the table. Yes, you might come across some deals that aren't particularly your strategy. Well, if they are really good deals, then you can always offer them to friends or you can offer them to other investors and maybe even make some money by doing so. It doesn't hurt to have your reach out there still contacting people from different platforms. And a lot of landlords, I'm not stereotyping, but a lot of landlords are still relatively in the older department in age. So getting letters they're more likely to read might be good or better than being online. So One of the main things that I get asked about with marketing letters and I get told all the time is that they do not work. Let me just let me just basically stop everybody in their tracks that thinks that marketing letters do not work. Marketing letters do work. They just need to be done correctly. So when I say correctly, how do we do them correctly? 
Well, you have to have a good professional looking letter. Don't spend too much time, you know, worrying about how your logo looks or your signatures and everything like that. But the content in the letter is the important thing for whatever strategy or whatever need you're trying to look for in property. What I do say, while you should be quite niche to your needs, so if it's rent to rent, you're looking for, you know, you're looking to offer a guaranteed rent, take care of minor maintenance issues, look after the properties, um, and you can put all of that. But I still make sure in my letters, I let them know if they're interested in selling and not renting, then to come and talk to me as well, because you just do not know where the discussion's going to go when you're negotiating, when you're talking to these vendors or landlords, where that could possibly lead to. And by just putting down one basic fact of either I'm looking to buy your property or I'm looking to rent your property without having the other aspect in there, you could potentially be missing out on deals that could work for you just because you need to speak to the person and work out you know, really what their pain point is. If their pain point is that they can't rent the properties out and you're looking to do rent to rent, so they're thinking of selling, they're only looking for people that want to buy. Now, if they think you're a buyer, you can go and talk to them about it. And then once you've worked out the pain, if you realize then that you can solve their pain by renting their property for them and giving them a guaranteed rent, all of a sudden that deal works for you both. They didn't know you were out there offering this service, but now they do because you were able to get in front of them. So it's very important in your letter that you make sure that it tells people exactly what you do, but it doesn't go into too much detail in what you do. You need people to call you and you need people to reach out to you to find out more. You've got to sort of give them the sizzle, not the steak, as they say. So by doing so and by putting out a professional looking letter, you will be marketing to hundreds and hundreds of landlords. Now, if you're looking for HMO deals, you can, of course, um, send your letters to the landlords on the HMO register in your local area that your council will be holding. And in which case, that is a very good source of lead management. Now, you could say, well, is that against GPDR rules of data protection? And the answer to that is no, you're, you're actually not trying to sell anything to people. You're actually looking to almost buy their product. So if you have a landlord who is looking to sell their property and you send them a letter saying you'd be interested in buying their property, you're not marketing to them. You're not trying to sell to them. Uh, you're actually trying to buy their product. Or likewise with rent to rent, if you're looking to rent their property, you're not again trying to sell your services. You're looking to rent a person's property from them. You're looking, if anything, to be their customer in most cases. And that is not against the rules. That is not a loophole or anything. That is just the facts. So another thing I hear all the time is I sent a batch of letters and I never got a phone call. Well, how many letters did you send is my normal response to that. I sent about 300 letters. Did you? OK. And how many different times have you sent the letters? Well, I've only sent one batch. You've sent one batch of 300 letters and not had a response. That is perfectly normal. Now, you could say, well, that's a waste of money. Of course it isn't. What you're doing is you're building up the no like, and trust. At this very moment in time, the landlords don't know you. They don't recognize the logo. They don't know anything about you. They've just got a letter through the door randomly saying that you want to do, you want to buy their property or you want to rent their property from them. 
What would you do in that case? Unless you're desperate and you have a major problem and you want to find out more, which is why your letter should always be intriguing and basically giving them the offers that you can offer. It needs to be genuine, but make sure that they need to ring you to just find out the few more details that they could possibly need. Now, even if they do, they may not ring you. So what do you have to do? Well, it's easy. You need to do it again. And then you need to do it again. And mark my words, anybody who has sent marketing letters as a marketing campaign and done it as or if you like a business will have had success. I have and I know tons of people that have. You can't just send one batch of letters one month, then forget about it and then say it doesn't work. Or then in six months time, send another batch and say, see, I told you it didn't work. Consistency and persistency are the main things and the main ingredients you should have with any of your marketing. In fact, anything you do should have that concept in it. You have to be consistent in what you're doing. You have to be smart and clever and you have to be persistent and stick with it. If you set your property business up as a business, you should have a marketing budget. You can't just take all the profit out of your business to live on. You need to set yourself up, as I always say, for success. So you should have a marketing budget. You should have a maintenance budget. You should have a voids budget. And you should have a budget there, a cash flow system, if you like, for your systems. So for your tenant management systems or your insurances or whatever else it is you're doing in your business, set yourself up in the right manner. Have a budget and stick to that budget. I used to send as little as 100 letters a week. Now, that's not a massive amount of money, but it is still paying out. If you're not sending letters and you cannot commit to send at least a batch of letters every four weeks, then you're going to struggle. I'm not saying you can't get a deal. You may get a phone call from the first batch of letters. But in a lot of places, it takes a lot more to get um, to get in front of those landlords and to get them ringing you up. I've had letters from my first few batches, but as I've always said, and I've said it before in the podcast, I used to send about 100, 150 letters a week, week on week, not to the same landlords. It used to be like a six-week cycle before the same landlord would get another letter, but it was a case of in my head of being consistent and persistent, sending out the letters, making sure that each week they went out. And if I didn't get a phone call one week, who cares? They're going out again next week. I will get a phone call, keeping that positivity going. And yes, I did get phone calls. And yes, I looked at deals that weren't deals. It is a numbers game. I also had phone calls from people that didn't want to receive my letters anymore, in which case then it's a sorry to bother you and thank you very much for letting me know and I'll take you off of the list. If anybody's moaning again that you're going against any rules, you're not. You're simply seeing if they can use your service, if you like, if, if you can rent their property from them or you can buy their property off of them. What is not to like? The next thing is should I have coloured envelopes or should I handwrite the letters even more than that? No, you shouldn't handwrite any letters. Let's get that straight. They should be printed. They should look professional. It's not a personal note to a landlord. Yes, that might work, but it's not the best use of your time. If you have tons of time, you have excellent handwriting that is very, very easy to read. Not everybody does. Then maybe you can sit there and write out letters. But are you not better off 
putting a marketing campaign together, using a company like Stamp, they'll send it all out for you for pretty much the price of a stamp while you focus on finding more leads or getting out there and talking to the agents. Should I have colored envelopes? Uh, Listen, I'm I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one. They look nice. But in my opinion, if somebody thinks a birthday card or, or a Valentine's card or something nice is turning up and they open it up and it's got your letter in, they're going to be disappointed. The first approach is I don't want somebody opening my letter expecting something else. Everybody will open the letter. Let me get this straight. Unless there's some branding or something on your letter that tells them what it is before they open it, I don't know anybody who will not open their mail. Everybody opens their mail to see what it is. So if it's a blank white envelope with their name and everything printed in a box on the front, it's going to be opened because they're going to be thinking, what the heck is this? Okay, they're not going to think, oh, it's a landlord letter through the envelope. So let's get that out of our heads right now. You don't need colored envelopes to have your marketing letters opened. They will be opened. Trust me. It's about what you put in the letter and how the letter looks. Okay. And again, handwritten envelopes. Listen, if it makes you happy to handwrite a a, a thousand letters, then knock yourself out, but you don't need to. Okay. I get letters now sent to me. I now have, have them coming through the door and there isn't one that I haven't opened because I thought to myself, that's a landlord letter, that is. I open all my mail to see what it is, and then I decide what I want to do with it. So let's just get that sort of myth, that sort of um, uh, thought out of your heads, okay? Don't overthink things. Keep it simple. Keep it smart. Uh, use templates, but put your own values and offering in, as we've covered in previous podcasts. Know what your business offers. Know what your values are in your business, and put that in your marketing. And you can send postcards. Postcards aren't a bad idea. You can send brochures, depending on the budget. But if you want to keep it simple, you want to keep it sweet, marketing letters work perfectly. And make sure that you're doing between a five to eight week cycle with each of the landlords, so to speak. So if you started a cycle week one, that landlord's not going to get another letter till either week six or week eight, depending on how big your list is. And you don't have to send hundreds and hundreds and thousands of letters at once. I always find little and often are more. Around 100, 300 letters per session is always very good. If I was going to send 300 letters, I'd probably do that every two to three weeks. If I was going to send 100 letters like I did, or I used to do 150 letters, I used to try and do that every week. If your budget's a little bit tighter than that, then just send what you can send. If you can only send, if you've got a, a list of a thousand of people or 500 people, depending on how, how big your um, register is, then just send 50 a week or send 50 every two weeks. But make sure that whatever you choose to do, you stick with it for at least six months or at least until you start getting traction and you start getting the deals coming through your door. Okay. So that's a little bit about marketing letters and everything. Obviously, like I say, we can go on the, the portals as well. We can go on 
Spare room, right move, all of the good stuff and see what's going on and find landlords and find people that are interested. If you're not sure how to do that, then I shall cover that maybe in future podcasts. I'm also going to have a little bit of training coming out as well for some of my students on what I do to find deals and find leads uh, and build into this, you know, lead generation and then look at those and see if they're deals. But there's plenty out there. There's plenty of properties out there. There's plenty of deals to be had. Just make sure that you're sending out good quality product and information for people to read and for people to look at. And that includes on your social media as well. So I just wanted to cover a few sort of myths that I keep getting and questions that I keep getting on marketing letters because it you do seem to be, I, well, I do. I do seem to be saying the same thing all the time to people. Uh, most of them say, oh, the marketing letters aren't working. Is there something else I can try? Yes, you can go and speak to letting agents as well. And you can also look up landlords in your area on social media platforms as well. But I do find personally myself that marketing letters are one of the best things that you can do. And if you are doing those other things and you're not doing marketing letters, then start incorporating that because you're leaving a lot of deals on the table. A lot of landlords won't be looking at social media. A lot of landlords won't even be looking at the portals or anything like that. You need to get to the heart. You need to get to the house and you need to send them a letter that basically maybe hits one of their pain points. You do that and you will have an ever-growing property business at your disposal. And that's what it's all about. So I hope this has helped you today. As always, like and share the podcast with anybody you think may get value from it. And I look forward to being with you all next week. You'll take care now. Bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.